Hi, and welcome to this episode of the Tech B-Movies podcast, starring me, John, your host. Uh, this week's edition, will be we will be going over, I'll be giving a short synopsis, and uh, what I think of one of my, well, I guess I'm telling you what I think right now, one of my favorite 80s low-budget sci-fi films, Trancers. Trancers is a 1984 film. It was released in the UK in 84 and here in, here in America in 85. It's directed by Charles Band, who wrote and directed... Oh God, just tons of flicks. I, I he had I, I know he wrote some of the Puppet Masters. He directed them. He's produced them. He directed Transfers One, Two, I think Three. This movie spawned like six. This movie did spawn. I want to say six or seven movies. And um, it also starred Tim Thomerson as Jack Death, the bounty hunting or well, I guess he's really more of a cop for the Angel City Police Force. Because L.A. becomes Angel City. And America's sweetheart from the 90s, Helen Hunt. Pre-Twister and pre-Man About You. So this movie also has a slightly different take on time travel than most movies. This is a... It, it's been used since, and it may have been used before. I don't really remember the idea behind it. Um, damn, I wanted not to say any ums. It's real similar to, well, no, Assassin's Creed, you're still in your own body. And I'll get more into that later when I get into the movie. So anyways, he's a police detective in, or police trooper, they call him, I believe, in 2247. He's been hunting down a psychic who can cause, let's see, he can, uh, he has psychic powers and he can turn people into what's called trancers. Now, trancers are basically regular people. They look like complete normal people. And on, upon his mental command, I guess, they become bloodthirsty creatures. Like, their faces change physically and everything. I guess he's that powerful. So, anyways, the movie starts off, and uh, we find out... Well, do we find out right when the movie starts off? Well, the movie starts off in a diner scene. And we find out that Jack Death is no longer a police officer. We find out he was a cop later on because they bring the, the, they, the council, quote unquote, bring him in to and give him his badge back. And we find out that he um, has spent time just bounty hunting transfers. Whatever happened, he's no longer a cop. And we find out that his fellow police department peers believe that he's overestimated the threat that the transfers present or present to the to the to the um, well i'm gonna say to the city but ultimately the world because this guy wants to change history so death believe they believe that whistler's dead death believes he's alive they don't believe him he leaves the for leaves the forest and he goes on his own mission and that's where we see him he kills a trancer in a diner and it's like a 50s diner it's a really interesting scene it's very the movie's very Blade Runner-ish, only with no budget. Uh, you could, I'm pretty sure there was some inspiration there from it. And, um... Let's see. So we find out that... We also find out that Angel City, which is... We also find out that Angel City is, in fact, Los Angeles, only it's not completely Los Angeles. At some point in between 1984, when the movie was made, and 2247, I believe I said, when it takes place there was a cataclysmic earthquake that destroyed giant chunks of California and Los Angeles, especially 
putting plenty of it underwater. And uh, we find out that, you know, Angel City was built on the parts of the city that still are afloat or not submerged. I believe you also see that there's an old city. You see it in one scene because a detective and two troopers go to get Jack Death. And he's on a beach and he's collecting trinkets, I guess you could say, from the lost world, quote unquote. And he comes up on the beach and they kind of arrest him. And really they want to just bring him to talk to the council. So he finds out that the council... Lord, the council tells him, so he finds out that Whistler was not dead. He was still alive. And he put he used a, a drug to send his consciousness back in time into his ancestor in 1984 L.A., who happens to be a cop named Weasling. And in the past, he's been hunting down the ancestors of the council members who wanted to lock him up, and he's been killing them off. Hence, the council members no longer exist. Now... He's hoping to leave a. He's hoping to kill off all the council members so he can assume have the transfers assume power of the city during a power struggle. Like there'll be a power vacuum, and the transfers will fill this vacuum. Now, while the councilmen don't like Jack Death, and they make it clear they don't like his methods, much like in Blade Runner, they decide he's the best chance they have because he's the only one that saw this kind of coming. So they bring him out of. Ret- they give him his badge back, and. uh they're like, oh, here's Whistler's body. We found his body. Uh, he's back in the past. We want you to bring him forward. They give him a, a watch. Do they give him a watch before he goes back? I, I think at some point they send him stuff, but I don't remember if they, he takes anything back with him. But it's neither here nor there. He gets this watch that can slow down time. He gets two vials of this drug to bring you back forward in time. And, of course, his service revolver, because why wouldn't everybody have a revolver in 250 years? So, they show him his body, and he he destroys Whistler's body. He does not want Whistler to come forward and stand stand trial. He wants Whistler dead. For everything Whistler's done, he wants him dead. And I can really understand that. I mean, you know, his life's in shambles because of this guy. So he takes he takes the drug and he goes back in time. He wakes up in his he wakes up in the body of his ancestor. Let me get the name here. I, I have the names written. I have the names typed on another document because I forget. I know his name is Jack Death, and his uh, what was it Deathton Death Deathton? I think it was. Yeah, a journalist named Phil Death Deathton. So there's the ironic part. So now he he's used to be a cop. Now he's a journalist. Whistler, who's the bad guy, is back in time as an LAP or as an LAPD officer named Weasling. So of course, Death doesn't Jack Death doesn't have any idea how to carry himself in this time frame, right? I mean, he's from the 23rd century and now he's in 1985. He wakes up in his his ancestor's body. He he's in the I think he's in the washroom already, and he's looking in the mirror and he realizes that holy shit, it it, it looks just like me because special effects budgets weren't there, I guess. And he um. So he, he's girlfriend's talking to him, and the girlfriend we find out is named Lena. She's a punk rock kind of chick, but it's Helen Hunt, and Helen Hunt's fine in the movie, but I mean she doesn't really pull off punk rocker chick to me. Uh, maybe it's just I have a different idea of it, but whatever. So she um 
knows something's wrong because he obviously doesn't know everything that she's talking about. And at some point he tells her, listen, I need a guide. I'm not from here. I'm the 23rd century. I need to help. We need to destroy this. I need to find this guy. And of course, she's not going to believe him. I mean, why would she? So she eventually does believe him because she witnesses him confront Whistler and they, let's see, Whistler is hunting down a washed-up baseball player who is the ancestor of a council member. Baseball player's name is Hap Ashby, and the council member's name is Ash, Chairman Ash, I believe it is. So she witnesses them him fighting Whistler, trying to save this guy, and he fails. And the council ancestor from the council ancestor gets killed by these trancers. And, um, actually, no, you know what? That wasn't the... Actually, was it the baseball star first? No, I'm sorry. The first baseball, the first ancestor was not, was not Hap Ashby. I just had to double check that. It was another, uh, another guy that was an ancestor. So... They try to track down this baseball, this ex-baseball star, Hap Ash, but he was homeless. They finally find him. It's a few minutes before they find Whistler. At this point, death and, you know, you know how love stories go in these movies, right? Death has basically become uh, in love with Helen Hunt's character. And they have this final confrontation, and death is fighting Whistler. And one of the carts, so the the, the the vials are in his gun. I, I think it's because he could shoot Whistler with the gun and it would send him forward in time, which uh, there's no body for him. So I don't think, I don't remember what happens at that point. Or he either has to stay, he has to stay with Lena in 1985 and end Whistler by sending him to the future, or he can go back to the future. Well, him going to the future isn't going to really, like, help, because then everything's in chaos anyway, because Whistler wins. So obviously, he takes out Whistler, and he stays. Now, the funny thing is, they don't ever really mention where the ancestor's conscience goes. So, if death went back into his ancestor, is his ancestor's conscious buried somewhere in his brain, or is it forward in death's body? But that can't be, because in Whistler's, you know, case, we'd know that already. They don't really explain that. They also don't explain the, well, they explore this a little bit, about the, the, the drug-induced time travel, and how, uh, it's a dry, it, they they kind of say how it's um somehow connected to the trancers, the drug. They don't really say how, but it's hinted at in this one. It, it's just kind of hinted that the two are interconnected somehow, and they don't really specify how. This, this film's actually not a bad movie at all. This movie, special effects-wise, might not be great when they have them, but it works really well. It's actually 
for the time, it was a pretty original story. It spawned, I want to say, six sequels. Not all great. You know, there's scenes in this that really remind me of other scenes. So, we all know bullet time from The Matrix, and it's from video games and stuff. The Matrix did it, and then everybody did it. There's a scene where Jack Death is fighting... I don't remember if he's fighting off transfers, but the LAPD's there and everything. And he's got this watch they call the long second watch. And one second is the equivalent of 10 seconds. So for him, whatever's one second for us is 10. So he's moving super quick. And we're, to us and to him, we're moving super slow. And it has that, like, that Matrix feel to it where he was able to get around and leave everything. It's one of the few movies also that does say that if you go back in time, you will alter stuff. It also is a unique time travel, but at the time it was unique to be able to do that. To like say, hey, this is a drug-induced thing, you're going back. They don't really say how they go back through, I don't think it's ever really explained, but still, it's a pretty, it's a pretty good uh, concept. What I don't understand is, why wouldn't they send him back prior to the first ancestor being killed? So I don't know if you can actually control... They can control the year you go to, and I don't know if you can actually control the dates, the specific date. And it's also unique in the way that, unlike in, like say, Flashpoint on The Flash, or in the comic book, where people didn't remember the alternate stuff. So when the ancestors get killed off and the council member dies, everyone else there remembers that that council member and his family or her family existed, and now they're all dead. Like, it, it doesn't gloss over that and make it seem like it doesn't happen. So it, it's happening, and everything's happening concurrently also, which is something different. So the future and the past are all happening at the same time. They can send stuff to death. Like, ex like I think they send them a second watch. He uses it later on in the confrontation with Wessler, or Whistler, I believe. And so it's very unique and deep in that, actually. And it doesn't have any butterfly, butterfly effect stuff other than if you kill the ancestor, the direct person dies, right? I mean, in the future. So... Overall, I want to say Transfers is actually a pretty damn good movie. It does get rid of the paradox shit. It doesn't talk about it at all. It, um... The sequel... There is a sequel called The Return of Jack Death. And Jack Death, I want to say, had a wife. So in the sequel... Let me give you just a short rundown. The sequel, the council rescues his wife from being killed, but they send her into the body of her 1991 ancestor. And she runs into Jack Death and his future wife, which is Helen Hunt. And there's a love triangle there. And um, there's a the plot line in that one. It revolves around Whistler's brother. It's very not well. It's nowhere near well done. But I guess, I think it was Whistler's brother wants to, like, create an army of drug addicted trancers. Similar to, like, you know, clones. Only they're trancers. Then there is a third one, there is a fourth one, and they stopped at six. And you can tell that, like, many of the concepts in this really seem to come from movies such as Terminator or Blade Runner. 
And while I would never put trans transfers up on that pedestal, I will say that Thomerson playing Jack Death is excellent. He plays this great, just like film noir, like trench coat wearing, Jack or um, you know, Decker from Blade Runner looking like guy. You know, he's not wearing a black trench coat, but you know, he uh, he does a great job. Helen Hunt does a great job too. I mean, obviously, look where she ended up going, right? While this is not a movie that I would consider like I can't like I said I can't compare it. I can't say oh it's as good as Terminator. Storyline-wise, it's fantastic. It's actually not bad at all. Movie-wise, it's great. I, I, I mean, I, I know I've been rating with, like, star ratings lately, and I, I think I'm going to change that because we're using B low-budget B-movies. Maybe we'll, like, use cheese wedges, right, because they're cheesy. Or is that too lame? I don't know. You guys tell me. The, the four of you that listened, go ahead and tell me what you think, and I can change it. Transfer set the bar pretty high for a B-movie of this caliber. It did a nice job, even with poor special effects and low budget. Each of the following ones, they were all right. They're, they're a good watch, but nowhere near as good as this one. This is a film that I highly recommend watching. If you like time travel, if you like... Well, I mean, I guess it's not really... It shows time travel, but, I mean, time travel films, what do you see? You see them go back in time or forward in time. This one goes back in time, and it does it in a unique way, and it goes hundreds of years back in time. It also shows a future where a major city is basically destroyed and not because of nukes or anything. So that's something completely different, but the characters, the actors are pretty good. So on a scale of like one to five, this movie gets easily a four, four and a half from me. It's very enjoyable. It's a solid film. I highly recommend you check it out and watch it. And I guess that's about it. If you notice, these are pretty short because really, I mean, it's just a short synopsis of a movie that I think you should watch or, or not watch. In the case of, um, say, I don't know, Space Mutiny. No, Space Mutiny, you should watch this to see how bad it is. Anyways, thanks for listening. I appreciate it. I appreciate all your support. If you if you like it, please share. It's only going to get better as I get more comfortable doing these by myself. Usually I, I do other podcasts and I have other people with me. This is a new thing, and maybe one day I'll be able to get a co-host. So thanks for listening. Check out transfers when you get a chance it's on blu-ray and actually to be honest the blu-ray release of it cleaned up really well I, I don't know what they did but it looks really good compared to the dvd and obviously the vhs it looks really good for what it is so and you can get it relatively cheap too so i would recommend it and um until next time keep watching keep listening and keep sharing thank you